I'm John Pittman here at All Classical Portland in Portland, Oregon, and I'm speaking here with violinist Eldbjörg Hemsing with her new recording called Arctic. Welcome, Eldbjörg. Thank you so much for having me. This is a really remarkable recording. You've brought together composers and artists from from quite a wide range of, of music and crossing over into film music. Uh, and we can get a little bit more into that in a little while, but really, would it be correct to say that the impetus behind this recording is the region of the world in which you grew up, what you're familiar with, with the landscape, the culture, and also what's happening up there? Absolutely. It's almost hard not to be inspired by it, I would say. I grew up in a little village in the middle of absolute nowhere in Norway uh, with 600 people. And uh, my mother, she's a violinist, and my father, he used to work in nature. So those two things was such a natural thing of my upbringing to be out in nature and be immersed by it and inspired by it. And at the same time, finding so much music in nature. And um, then I was very fortunate to spend quite a lot of time up in the very north in the Arctic. And it really made such an impact. I almost can't describe it with words, actually, but it was so magnetic and just so incredibly powerful. And of course, seeing how things are quickly changing in the north, it um, felt important to create and show some of the beauty and make a musical journey in the north to try to see what we could uh, preserve from this region. Are you hoping to connect with listeners, with people who love music through these particular pieces as well as with your concern and your message? Yes, absolutely. First and foremost, it's about showing the beauty of this region, showing the all the life there is there. Uh, I think most people will probably not travel to the Arctic, or probably maybe you shouldn't travel to the Arctic, but uh, this is a way of hopefully giving some images to people um, combined with the music and the storytelling. Um, and it's just such an um, incredible landscape and so much life there. And that's really what I wanted to show with it. There are, I mean, quite a few uh, recordings and, and stories and, and visuals from the Arctic, which is quite um, devastating, to put it very mildly. I mean, it's very harsh environment and it's a lot happening up in the north and big changes very quickly and I felt like it often made me feel a bit um, hopeless in a way that it's such a doomsday message and of course it is very very serious what's happening but I also wanted to show that there is so much life there so much um, to uh, so much more than just the ice and the coldness There's a lot of, of talent coming out of northern Nordic countries in recent years. Um, just a, <laughs> a couple months back, I introduced our listeners to the conductor Klaus Mekela, um, yes. this fantastic, dynamic young uh, conductor, and and many that are on your recording. Uh, I mean, we've been loving Ola Yelo's music for years. Um, and He's fantastic. Yes, and we also have a very successful film music program here called The Score, so I'm very well familiar with James Newton Howard. Why don't mm -hmm. you tell me a little bit, maybe a, a story or two about how your paths crossed, and why don't we start with Jacob Shea, because The Arctic Suite is a quite substantial work, a multi-movement piece 
It seems like the centerpiece of the recording, or certainly the anchor. So Jacob Shea. Yes. So he created the what I would almost call the 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 centerpiece of the recording, and it's a twenty-minute suite for violin and and full symphony orchestra, um, and that came about when he first, uh, together with Hans Zimmer, made the music for Blue Planet or Planet Earth. Uh, I was so incredibly taken by it. I loved the sound world they created and I really felt like I was almost in it <laughs> when listening to it. And that's, um, I thought when you talk about the Arctic, which is so such a um, um, scenic world, it's so many images that you need to convey through the music. I really wanted to be able to tell that story in a very specific way. Um, and what he did was to create it to certain time of the year in the Arctic. So it's basically the... Um, the circle of life in the Arctic starts off with the frozen world. Everything is very dark and very um, literally frozen. <laughs> and then the sun returns back, which is a very big moment in the north. Um, months of no months of complete darkness and suddenly you see um, seconds of light that comes back. But it gives so much hope and you know that there is a lighter times to come, better times to come, uh, new energy. And then there's a rush of life um, and, and um, just all of these very specific times in the year of um, up in the Arctic. And that's uh, what he created with this suite. Yeah. Polar winds follows a rush of life. There are movements of great stillness, as you describe him, in a frozen world. He, he absolutely creates that sense of stillness of... No move, no movement, or very little movement that we we can detect, and yet he also just brings up this immense amount of of uh, energy and passion in his music oh, yes. too. Almost like that's more about Absolutely. the emotional reaction of the of the environment. That that's how I took it. Oh, that's good. No, that's uh, that's great. I mean, that's also what we wanted to create. That it, you don't get such a sense of time or specific too specific um kind of image it's inspired by these things and trying to create a sound world around it uh and also for instance uh, you, you mentioned um uh, borealis the northern lights um and also uh, just how that impacts the environment around it's so hard to put even sound to this light phenomenon on the sky i mean what does it even sound like but we tried and that's also part of this suite as well as polar winds of course which are um quite strong in the north <laughs> yes and then mm. the final movement which is just it's a warning it its title is so profound and and creates a sense of great concern sea ice melting He's depicting the the melting of the polar ice cap. Yes, and I think the effects of that is um, almost too hard to fully understand in a way. But in this 
that's also part, unfortunately, of a cycle up in the very north and particularly now seeing how much quicker it's melting than what it was expected to do, um, which of course affects everything, the microorganisms, the, just how life is in the north. And it's hopefully not to be too doomsday about it, but it's also part of the reality. Um, and that's also why in this moment in particular, the violin is quite often completely alone, just very bare, very naked, not a lot of uh, vibration or emotion in it away. It's very pure. And then you have this massive symphonic sound to support it from time to time when you really want to get out a big expression. Um, that's also what we thought about it, to try create these uh, contrasts. Yeah. You were talking about the the life that is there. I think many people often overlook that there's life in extreme climates. The exact opposite would be the deserts, like the, the dry areas of the American Southwest or the Gobi Desert or something like that. But zoom in, you know, look at the micro level and there's there's teeming life. There's some some way that both humankind and other animal life forms have found a way to live just about everywhere on the planet, right? <laughs> exactly. And that's also what's so fascinating in a way, and also in a way, also scary to ignore it because every single microorganism is dependent on each other. So if you take away one part, everything is out of balance. Um, and in the north, there's just, there's so much um interesting things to see. I mean, we also have in the very north this very particular flower called Saxifraga, which can grow through rocks and survive any kind of season. And it's kind of, it feels very, um, almost a bit strange when as a human being you can go over and just pick it up with your bare hands and yet it can survive all these massive natural forces. Um, and I really love to see that kind of uh, forces in the nature, such beauty and tranquility and yet with such force. speaking with Elbjörg Hemsing, violinist, on her new recording, Arctic. Elbjörg, I think that if we think of resilient people, I certainly think of people who, are, who live in Norway and, and <laughs> Finland and Sweden and uh, you know, even the Baltic countries, but um, taking a look at someone who's, who seems to really evoke his culture, it'd be Frode Fjellheim. Uh, who you feature twice, including with his voice. And um, people who may not immediately know that name when I say it would certainly know when I say his work on Frozen, the extraordinarily popular <laughs> film. <laughs> yes. So what was it like working with Frode Fjellheim, especially when I, I, I'm listening to the one track and then suddenly I'm hearing his voice and I realize, I look back on the, on the credits, like, we're hearing him. 
Yes, exactly. Uh, Nofrude is a good friend of mine and he uh, is a fantastic composer and musician. He um, comes from the indigenous people of the north called Sami. Um, and for me, I've, I felt it was very important when you talk about the Arctic to include or at least be inspired by some of their traditions. Uh, of course, anytime you talk about tradition that's not your own, you have to be very careful about how to do it. But with Frode, we decided we really wanted to include two pieces. Um, one is called Under the Arctic Moon. It's a very beautiful little melody about that moment when everything is just really quiet and just white. And then you have the, the kind of cold bareness of the moon shining down on the landscape. And then the second one, the one where he's also singing on, is uh, called Return of the Sun. And that's um, very much in their uh, style of yoik, um, how they would express themselves. Uh, it's not a direct translation of a yoik, but it's inspired by it. And I am so happy that he wanted to um, also physically <laughs> be on it, because his voice and his power and the way of um, just giving... I keep saying life a lot in this interview, but it is really true how much life he gives into this piece um, felt important and very, very um, real. Um, so I'm extremely happy that he wanted to be part of it. Would you be able to speak for a moment about your approach as a violinist to the music on this recording as compared to a recording that you, you have done of, uh, say, Shostakovich Violin Concerto or even Tan Don? Uh, you have a recording of two of his violin concertos, um, one of which I featured last year on one of my programs. So uh, a, difference, a, diff yeah, <laughs> a difference in the approach at all? Or, or do you, you, you approach this with the same ideas you would to any other concerto or piece? It's a very good question. I mean, for me, this definitely feels like a very different project to do um, than, let's say, a concerto. And there are many reasons for it. One of them is um, unlike a concerto where you have, you start and you're done half an hour later type thing, and you have kind of a long time to tell one cohesive story uh, or focus on perhaps more realistically things. Uh, what we really wanted to focus on with this recording was to tell the stories and connect it with a bigger um, theme and in that way hopefully also reach um, not necessarily only the core classical audience but you know, maybe hopefully other people also would be interested in it. Um, to me this is a, it's really been a big passion project is something that I wanted to do for a very long time and now to finally see it come to fruition is, it feels almost a bit unreal but really really amazing. Um, I think those are probably the things that are a little bit um, the different approach. I mean what is the same approach is of course that you want to do the best you possibly can and make it sound as good as possible. Uh, that doesn't really change whatever you play but it's been really fun to pick um, the selection of composers and expressions and pieces. Um, it's also, I think, really fun to work with people who are, you actually can pick up the phone and call and talk to and have a conversation with as opposed to <laughs> composers that's been gone for a little while. Um, it gives a lot of freedom. And I 
I think it's extremely important to be curious as a musician to see just try different ways and expressions and things and this recording definitely allowed me to do so. Elberg Hemsing, thank you so much for your time with me today to talk about Arctic, a recording that really, I believe, will bring greater attention to the northern part of our planet in general and to the Arctic Circle in particular. Uh, it's it's fascinating to 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 approach it from this musical standpoint, and then then we'll see what kind of influence it has what kind of ripple effect it has from there. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for having me.